Hello and welcome to the 122nd episode of Downtime Podcast with Jeremy and Elisa. Elisa's out today, so I brought back Jordan. What's up? I'm back. Hello. He's back, and we have lots to talk about. Yep. Uh, before we talk about news, because there's quite a bit of it, let's talk about what we're playing. And are you still playing, what is it, Risk of Rain and uh, Destiny? Yeah, uh, well, I kind of dropped off of Risk of Rain, pretty much... Got all the items and characters and skins that I wanted from it. Oh my it. god. Um, so I'm waiting for the next update, which is coming sometime soon. Um, but yeah, still playing Destiny, uh, the Shadowkeep expansion. I beat the story so far, uh, but w- uh, my friends and I haven't done the raid yet, so we're kind of preparing, preparing for that. How big is the DLC exactly? Um, I would say, so the last biggest DLC was Forsaken. And I would say it's not as big as that, but it's still pretty big. It adds one new, like, hub area or, like, um, one. well, it adds the moon, the moon as a playable area. There's a bunch of missions and quests, and then it also adds uh, the raid. It also adds a new type of, um, what do you call it, game mode that you can play, a bunch of new armor. And I think the main thing that happened was this, I guess this isn't really part of the expansion, it's just part of the update is that they reworked how everything uh all the some of the mechanics of like leveling up and acquiring items and the armor system and all of that stuff so there's a lot to even as a returning player there's a lot to discover and kind of learn you kind of have to relearn certain parts of the game but i think it's really cool because they make it more accessible to new players Mm -hmm. and they also make some things easier to do or obtain or just understand Okay, cool. As someone that has only played like a few hours of the first Destiny game, yeah, it's good to know that they're still updating the second one because one, of course, the split from Activision, and two, everyone's making such a big buzz about this game or the release of the new DLC. I mean, yeah. And also, when did Destiny Two go free to play? Um, when the expansion came out. Oh wow! So October first. Yeah, October first. Oh wow! Season Very one. recent. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. So yeah, it's free to play now. Uh, at least the base game. So the expansions you still have to pay for, but like if you just want to try it to see, oh, is this game for me, or will I have fun playing this game, you can do that. So you can just try it out, uh, play the base game, and then if you like it, you can buy the expansions and play even more. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of content. Uh, they made um, a lot of stuff that was previously behind the paywall part of the free-to-play package. Oh, wow. So there's you can try out a lot more than you could have. Uh, if you just bought the base game before, but now, yeah, like there's a lot, lot to play, a lot to do, and lots of loot to collect. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So, how does this experience compare to Warframe, and do you still play it? I don't play Warframe as much, but honestly, that's more so because most of my friends are playing Destiny right now. Yeah, and one of uh, there's only one of my one only one of my friends who plays Warframe with me now. But he went off to grad school, so he doesn't play as much. And because of that, I don't really play as much. So it's yeah. kind of more that a lot of my friends are playing Destiny, so that's kind of why I'm playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. However, I would say a lot of people do compare Warframe and Destiny because they're both like about space mm-hmm. space people with powers and collecting mm-hmm. loot. Uh, but mechanically, they're very different. One thing I do appreciate about Warframe is you can trade. There's a whole player economy. So if there's something that you can't find or something really rare or maybe something that came from like a limited event that's not available anymore, you can trade another player for it. Whereas in Destiny, there's no trading whatsoever. Mm. Everything has to be obtained by you on your own. Well, I mean, you could do it with friends, but everyone's loot is individual to them. Mm-hmm. So you can never trade anything. Uh, you just have to obtain everything by yourself. Oh, So okay. it's it's a different experience. And again, the gameplay is very different. In Warframe, there's a heavy focus on like aerial stuff like you, you can jump through the air and do all kinds of backflips and stuff like that whereas in destiny you can do some jumps and stuff like that but it's more focused on like um getting like up close and personal and like sliding around on the ground <laughs> but yeah uh they they play very differently but i, I would say mm. if you're into looter shooters you definitely check them both out okay cool sounds like warframe is a little bit more like tf2 as it comes like when it comes to the economy yeah sort of so in warframe you have premium currency called platinum and the cool thing about uh i would say about warframe that definitely differs from uh destiny 2 is you can pretty much 
experience everything in Warframe for free. Mm-hmm. And you can even get premium currency for free or relatively free. Like you can trade other players rare items and they can give you pre- premium currency so you don't have to buy it yourself. And the only things that you can't buy, uh, by the only things you can't obtain uh, without paying for are s- some very specific skins, but a lot of them are made by other players or uh, people in the community. So, you know, for that reason, they have to get money too, so you have to actually pay real money for it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, if you want to get the premium currency and just buy cosmetics and things like that, you can get that for free if you work hard enough. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, so that's really cool. And again, with Destiny, there are certain things like the expansions where you have to pay for it. Otherwise, you can't experience it. So they're both about the grind. Yeah, they're, both, they're yeah. both about grinds. But yeah. yeah, for Destiny 2, I would say Warframe's a lot grindier. So that might turn some people off. But again, everything in Warframe is free. So yeah. that has to come with a grind. Whereas in Destiny, you can pay for some stuff. So there's less of a grind. Mm. Okay, cool. Wow. Thank you for sharing more about Destiny 2. Yeah. I might try it out. We'll uh, see. What have you been playing? Just Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I notice <laughs> you play that every night. <laughs> every every night. night you're playing that. Did you see my little Steam icon and pop I, up? I can hear you yelling. And oh, listening. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, I, I can tell. It's literally just hide and seek and, and tag with your friends. How That's, often would you say the survivors win as compared to the killer? You know, there are a lot of factors that define how we all win. So do you mean... My friends and I exactly, or just like a, a really good team versus a really good killer. I would, yeah, let's say like a really good team versus a really good killer. <sighs> do you think? Do you think it sways more towards the killer's end? Do you think it sways more towards the the team, the survivor team's end, or do you feel like it depends on the map or which character they pick, etc.? There's there's just so many variables. There's so many. Yeah, it's it's really hard to tell because you could have. Because, you know, if you have, like, four level one survivors, you'd uh-huh. think that the collective four minds with, like, you know, communication yeah. in real time would be better than one killer. Mm-hmm. But then there are times when that one killer just gets lucky or, yeah. you know. So different characters that you pick have different abilities, right? Yeah. And then there's three teachable perks, which are the three perks that your character starts off with. When you reach level 30, 35, and 40, you can... um unlock them on other people's blood webs and so when you're upgrading your other character you could see that perk from that other survivor mm-hmm. on uh your blood webs for so for example let's say you're playing as uh nancy wheeler yeah and she has a perk where when you're walking you can see your own scratch marks and scratch marks are you can't see them as survivors mm-hmm. only killers can see survivor scratch marks so they know where a general area of where the survivor is like a kind of yeah, like they, a trail they track you yeah. exactly so survivors can't see that but with nancy's perk uh, fixated she could see it and um you can unlock that as one of her teachable perks and what's the like what's the benefit of that seeing your own trail so there's two parts of fixated there's one seeing your own trail and in within that same perk there's if you're uninjured because you you have two hits and then you're down mm-hmm. so the first hit is you're injured and the second hit is you're down um if you're if you're not hit at all uh you walk 15% faster. So that's one of the benefits of that perk. Uh-huh. The second benefit of that perk is seeing your own scratch trails, you can misguide the killer. Oh, okay. So you can yeah. like make a you can bait them yeah. into a certain area. So you can like have your scratch trails lead up to a locker and then like quietly walk around it and then the killer will think, "Oh, she's in the locker." He'll like bust the locker open, but you're not there. And you're like, "Ha, and you just get away." Yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, it, it's kind of a really good tool okay, to misguide. Cool. Yeah, and so with that perk, let's say I want Steve to learn it, so I'll unlock it, and all the other characters, as I'm leveling them up, eventually on my blood web, I'll find fixated, and mm-hmm. I'll unlock it for that specific character. That's cool. So, yeah, it, it's it's really cool. There's some perks that really, really help out. There's one called uh, Self-Care, and mm-hmm. it's by one of the survivors called Claudette, mm-hmm. and it basically allows you to self-heal without a yeah. med kit. So, like with any game where there's a bunch of options, I'm assuming there's some kind of meta, right? Like yes. Where most people pick cert- this certain perk. Or this character or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's different things and different ways that characters can uh, can use to their advantage. And uh-huh. there's definitely, yeah, uh, there's just really cool things. that, w- And the developers are always making different perks to help level and balance the game out, which is yeah. awesome. And every time they add a survivor, there's going to be something new that they're going to add to it that helps balance the game out. But, of course, the killers also need to have that balance as well because you can't just buff up all the survivors. So, mm-hmm. for example, there's a survivor item where uh 
it's an instant heal. Like if you're on the ground, right? Yeah. You can get stabbed and you'll be back up fully 100% health and you can just run away. That sounds really strong. It's so cheap. And my, my friend has like five of them and he just like keeps like using it on us. It's like so bad. Oh, man. Uh, Wait, so you can use it on yourself or you use it on another player? You have to use it on another player because okay. if you're down, you can't use your item. So okay, okay. at least I don't think so. I've, I've never encountered that item like, but personally. If, if getting hit knocks you down, then wouldn't the killer just be on on you already so how would someone else pick you up oh the kill when you're knocked down the killer you're just down and the killer doesn't have to pick you up or not if they see another survivor then they, oh, can, then just, they can just go for the other person exactly the yep okay. and then they can also drop you if they're carrying you oh that's right because they have to pick you up once you're down and yep. then walk and that and when they're carrying you they can't do anything else they can attack but they're slower so the the killer has like two times the speed of survivors yeah and they run as you know faster than the survivors yeah but when they're carrying a survivor they're either walking just as fast or a little bit slower than the survivors. Okay, okay. So it it makes sense for them to drop someone. Yes, to go for someone else. You, and then that gives the others a chance to pick the other person up. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And then, um, yeah. And while you're being carried, you can wiggle out. You have to press from for the keyboard. It's A and D really fast. Mm -hmm. And you can wiggle out before you get to a hook. But if you get hooked, then you have to wait for a survivor to come rescue you. Okay. Uh. So yeah. Uh. That's. It's it's a fun game so far. I encourage you to try it out, Jordan. We yeah, can play definitely, together. Definitely, I'll check it out. Uh, Halloween sales coming up on Steam oh, at the end that's of this true. month. Yeah, I imagine it'll go on sale for Halloween. Uh, I I would encourage you to get the Stranger Things DLC and the base game since yeah, yeah. Uh, Nancy and Steve are really good characters. Mm -hmm. uh, one of good Nancy's good perks is she has to she can do these things called totems, and there there's blank totems and there's lit totems. The lit totems are the killers can have specific perks so one of them mm -hmm. is called ruin and the perk the perk allows the killer to slow down the gen process when you're working on generators yeah so when when the survivor is working on a generator and the killer has ruin in the match the uh, like a when you're doing a skill check which is like a quick time action in the game yeah the the generator area where the area where you're supposed to do a quick time check uh is red and if you hit the open part of the red area uh, the generator progress will reduce. Okay. And if you hit the the little white part exactly, then of course it'll keep going yeah. or increase. Um, so it it makes it really hard for the survivors to keep going, and it's it's such a pain in the ass. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's it's so annoying, and but of course you know that's one of the yeah, perks. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, so we have to cleanse that totem by destroying it, uh, in order to uh continue on the match. And once you cleanse it and destroy it, there's no more ruin for all the generators. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of cl one of Nancy's perks is she can cleanse a totem. And she has this perk called Inner Strength. And when, when you cleanse a totem, you can go inside a locker if you're hurt and you, you can fully heal. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. And Steve has one called Second Wind where if you fully heal someone to um, the, the equivalent of one health state. So if someone's like hurt really badly, if you heal them all the way, you get Second Wind. And that allows you, if you get hooked, when you're unhooked, you just fully heal 100%. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So they're pretty cool perks. I like them a lot. Yeah. Uh, the the DLC for Stranger Things comes not with just Nancy and Steve, but also the Demogorgon mm, as a killer yeah. monster and the underground Hawkins Laboratory level. So are the killers based on the map? Is it like, or can you be any killer on any map? You can be any killer on any map. The DLC just comes with that map and adds it to mm, the game okay, if you buy yeah. the DLC or not. Okay. And then they have, they have a bunch of DLC, right? Like they, there's a Saw one, right? Yep. yep. There's the pig from Saw. There's Ghostface from Scream. There's Michael Myers from Halloween. There's Freddy. There's a lot of licensing things. Yep. Yeah. Everyone but Jason because Jason has Friday the 13th. Yeah, because he has his own <laughs> game. Yeah. yeah. There's like there's, there's this guy on YouTube called Sanimation and he makes parody like animations of Dead by Daylight characters yeah. and there's like the storyline of it and it's kind of interesting and funny. Mm -hmm. um, and Jason, at one point Jason pops in he's like, hey, can I join? They're like, no, you got your own game. You can't join <laughs> us. And I was like, yeah, that's really sad. Like, it would be cool if he did, but... Yeah, you know. but and that's the thing that Dead by Daylight has going for it is they can just include whatever they want. Exactly. Like the 13th, I, I mean, I guess they could do some crossovers with like, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger or whatever, but then... Yeah, he's there. Yeah, in Dead by Daylight? Yeah, Freddy oh. Krueger's in there. Okay, well then, yeah. yeah it's, it's just Jason. <laughs> Dead by Daylight can just put whatever they want in it. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Freddy Krueger is cool because um, he, after like 60 seconds, you go into a dream state where you fall asleep mm -hmm. and you don't know where he is because there's this thing called a terror radius and the closer that the killer gets to you, the heartbeat like starts beating faster okay. and then the music starts swelling up. But with Freddy, if you go into the dream state, you just hear like, la, la like this little girl singing uh -huh. but you don't know where it's coming from because it's all around you uh it's really scary and then um while you're in the dream state freddy can make fake pallets so you throw down pallets 
to stun the killer. You get blood points for that. Yeah. Uh, but Freddy can make fake ones out of broken ones already. So if you pull it down while Freddy's running towards you, it'll just turn into blood. And then you're, and then you're fucked because he's still running at you and he's going to swipe you. Oh, man. Um, he can also teleport into generators to you, which kind of sucks. You're working on a gen. This blood starts coming out of the gen. You're oh, like, no. oh, shit. And you, everyone just runs. Oh, no. It's bad. Um, but yeah, there was one match where I was playing against a Freddy and he just caught, kept spawning blood pools and the blood pools slowed down the survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was Nancy and he just kept doing that for five minutes. And so I was help giving him points and he just like pointed at the door and I opened it and he let me escape. And I got a lot of blood points from that. Oh, he was just like farming points. So yeah, that's the other thing too, is that you'll encounter both killers who just play the game normally, but then you'll also encounter weird killers. And what I mean by that is not that the person is weird it's more like the person that wants to play the game as a killer and is an extension of the weirdness so like we were playing a match where we were fixing all five gens we got all of them done we opened the gates and then the killer just starts coming and hunting us and Mm because there's a perk called no ed and it means no one escapes death and that means when the gates are open and the final part of the match they can run at you stab you once and you're already down you don't get hurt at all you just you're just down on the ground yeah and he takes you and can just hook you and the killer was just trying to get more blood points that way. Or he was just trying to fuck around. Um, yeah, people do that in these kind of games. Yeah, yeah. And there's some that will just like... There's the thing at the end, I think I mentioned this to you, called the hatch. And it's the only way out if you don't yeah. get to the gates. Yeah. Some of the killers will just take you and just put you in front of the hatch. And they just let you... They watch you and you climb out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday, I was playing against a guy who was a Michael. And he didn't know how to play Michael. So one of Michael's things is he has to stare at you. He has to stalk you. And then once he stares at you for a certain amount of time, he goes into different phases. Uh-huh. So phase one is he hits you, you know, you get hurt. Uh, phase two is he he walks a little bit faster, he hits you, and you still get hurt. Phase three is he hits you once you're down. There's no no ed, uh-huh. like it's like built into him. So this 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 guy playing Michael didn't know how to play it, and uh, my friend and I are working on a generator together. And then I was like, huh, where is he? And also Michael ha- doesn't have a terror radius, and mm-hmm. when he's in a certain phase, so I think he was in phase two, and so he was standing on top of the tractor just like looking down at us <laughs> watching us work on the generator and i'm like oh shit and then my friend's like run so he my friend runs away but he runs around the tractor michael's chasing me my friend runs up on top of the tractor crouches down and just watching is he's just watching me and i can hear him through the mic eating popcorn <laughs> and then i'm running i'm running around this like little like barrel area and michael's chasing me but again he doesn't know how to play michael and he's trying to stare at me so he'll stop every few seconds and stare at me because he's trying to you know build up to level yeah, three yeah, yeah, yeah. but i crouch down so i get out of his line of sight <laughs> but he he gets frustrated so he's chasing me and then he tries to go around the other way and i go around that way and i just keep crouching down when he stops because he's trying to stare at me so and <laughs> so basically you're supposed to not be noticed when you're staring at someone exactly right? so yeah you can actually build it up yep okay and so then he got so he got so frustrated with me that michael just left <laughs> and i was like i've never seen this before and my friend's still eating popcorn he's like i'm gonna go stalk him <laughs> i'm like okay and he starts stalking michael uh it's so funny funny. funny. there's another character that stalks it's ghostface from Mm -hmm. the scream series and um ghostface uh he he can crouch and he doesn't have the terror radius so you don't hear the heartbeat and that sucks um so he stares at you and he also has a thing too where if he stares at you long enough your your icon on the bottom left corner will glow red and that means that he can hit you in one hit and you're going to be down on the ground yeah the way to avoid that is you can like stare at him and then he can't do the power. Oh, so, so if you look at him, then yeah. you... <laughs> so every time, like we were working on a gen, right? And then Ghostface came up quietly behind us and we're like, hey, he's here. So we all stop and look at him and he's still looking at us, but he, he can't do the power because he's, you know, we're all looking at him. Yeah. And then he's just like, there's this weird moment where we're all just staring at him and he's staring at us and then we're like, okay, let's run. And then we all ran and then he chased one of us, of course, and got Yeah, up. yeah, but he can only get one of you. Yeah, exactly. Right? But it was just really funny. It's funny. <laughs> we're just like staring at him. So yeah. Um, yeah. So sometimes the killers are funny and fun like that. Um, there's one called the nurse and she can like teleport to you, but she gets exhausted after a while. So the way to avoid that is when she teleports to you, you can run into the direction that she's teleporting so that when she, when she goes out of teleport, she has to turn around and you're on the other side because you can like warp through her. Oh, okay. It's called so blinking. you can see her when she's doing it. Exactly. It's called blinking and you can hear when she's about to because she lets out this loud scream. So she's right here and then she goes towards you while she's blinking and you run into her blink 
And then when she stops, she has to turn around and look at you and swipe at you. And then she gets tired. And so I just kept doing that for like 30 seconds. And it bought enough time for us to finish like the last two gens in the match. You're just distracting her? Yeah. And then she finally hit me and hooked me. And she was really mad at me because she just kept staring at me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was Steve, too. So it was, it was great. And they unhooked me and we all got out. But it was yeah, it was funny. funny. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. De- yeah. Dead by Daylight is really fun. Like in, in the beginning, I'm like... I could really feel my heart beating fast when I was playing the game and I was really scared. I was like, oh my God, I don't want them to find me. But now it's like, okay, I know all the killers. I know how to play the game. I'm just going to keep running around doing circles, you know? Yeah, I like that when it's like, you first play a game, it's like really intimidating. And then yeah. after a while, you kind of get the hang of it and mm-hmm. you kind of like just play around with the mechanics and stuff like that. It's like when we play Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except we- that got kind of boring really fast. <laughs> yeah, and whenever an update comes out for Bigfoot, which is, by the way, everyone should check it out. We've talked about it before. It's like a $12 game or something like that. Yeah, it's like... It's really buggy. Hunting Bigfoot, and the both times that Jordan have played it, Jordan and I have played it and won, Bigfoot was always trapped. Like, he was we always glitch it out. Yeah. We always find a way to glitch it out, and that's how we win. Under the bridge, on top of the cliff, and then we and win, and then we're like, we're not going to play this well, for no, then The last time we played, we, we hopped on top of a rock, and he couldn't get us, and we knifed oh, him in the yeah. face. We just and pulled he, out our knives and started poking him, and then he died. That sucks, because it was in his own home, too. Yeah, it was in his, <laughs> his cave. We went into cave. his cave, sat on top of a rock, <laughs> and then he just couldn't get us. We just stabbed him in the face until we died. <laughs> we ran out of bullets. Yeah, And we just like kept swiping at his face. Yeah, we're like, I don't know how you're supposed to regularly play that. It seems really hard if you regularly play yeah but it's also really easy to cheese it like it's super easy to just find a way to glitch it out and win. oh yeah yeah that takes a long time to play that game like, like to play uh, it normally just seems really tedious yeah we was like there was one time where we tried to play normally we spent like two hours on it yeah we're just like, looking for bigfoot we're, we're like, like yeah we're done yeah <laughs> the next day we play he it's gets a, stuck and we win <laughs> it's a cool concept it just it, i don't know if the execution is there yet they just they need to make the map a little bit smaller they need to make the, the bullets harder hitting yeah, and it takes yeah, forever to shoot. They need to make ma- the matches like 30 minutes or less, honestly. Because like I think more people will play then. Yeah. Like in the beginning, it's really scary because you yeah. don't know what's going on. You know, they, when Bigfoot attacks, it's really creepy. Yeah. But then after playing a couple times, you're like, I don't know, this is getting really tedious. Like, it's taking yeah. forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, they need to change a few things. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool concept, like Jordan said. Overall, I think they just need, they have some room for improvement. And I think over time, they're uh they're gonna get better at it but right now yeah they, they haven't updated it in a while and i know there still are because it's like a three-man studio yeah but yeah. yeah next time it comes out we should play it again jordan yeah <laughs> the next we'll update check it out in the next update yeah uh so yeah just been playing dead by daylight waiting for the end of the month when luigi's mansion 3 oh, comes out yeah. on switch so I'm de- yeah i'm gonna get that it comes out on october 31st of course yeah of course. very uh it's the month of luigi this month did you know that oh i mean that makes sense i did not know that but it makes sense it's funny because i think that's the only game for featuring him that comes out and it's at the end of the month yeah <laughs> so i mean yeah. okay i mean I'm, I'm definitely gonna get it i already have the first two so yeah you you played the what's the ds one yeah uh dark moon for the yeah, 3ds yeah. yeah that's good uh and then yeah of course the gamecube one the one that we got with the gamecube so yeah. that's that's always the, uh, the that's still my favorite one the first one because the second one the ghosts have a different look and feel mm-hmm. than the first one and, and i just like the open open world aspect of the first game yeah yeah it just felt cooler and this the second one is a little bit more linear and i feel like the third one will probably be linear or maybe have a blend of both i don't know yet yeah we'll see i mean it looked like i've seen footage of it it looks like they have a lot of new mechanics so that's, yeah that's interesting and they got so. guigi so you can yeah, play with me Jordan. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> we can play together <laughs> which is disgusting yeah, it's kind of weird i don't know how that works i don't know but what they were thinking so yeah yeah all right let's go into some news so the first thing i want to talk about and i kind of want to start on a low note and We'll go back onto a high note after this, but mm. Elisa and I talked to death about the Blitz Chung Hearthstone yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, and so to give you kind of like our our collective perspective, and mm. I definitely want to hear your thoughts after yeah. this, is we, in a nutshell, Elisa and I both agree that it was wrong that they did it. Um, definitely vote with your wallet as a gamer. We always say that. Like, mm-hmm. if you want something done, you should vote with your wallet and pay for the things that you want. If you don't like something, then don't pay for it. Um, yeah. Uh. There are thousands of users online, you know, uninstalling Battle.net, deleting their accounts, et cetera, et cetera. I'm one of those people that just deleted Battle.net. I haven't played Overwatch in two years, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, well, this is more of a reason for me to, you know, delete this from my computer. So I removed that. Um, and, yeah, both we both think that they they shouldn't have bowed to China about this. 
Um, they, of course, they it, it came to light that they came, they gave him his money back. They reduced his ban sentence from one year to yeah, six I months. Saw that. Um, and the commentators, they also they yeah. reinstated them. Yeah, yeah, but they shouldn't have. They, they, I think they jumped the gun too fast. And you know, it, it blew up so hard and went into the to yeah, they media. I, they maybe they did see it coming, but it's like they. They should have seen this coming. Yeah, so, yeah, tell me more. What do you what do you think about this whole situation? Um, so like pretty much everybody, uh, I agree that it was wrong that they did that. It does, you know, like uh, I, I feel like it was a bad move. Um, but it's one of the thing, one of those things where I don't agree with what they did, but I get why they did it. Yeah. You know, from them, from their perspective, it's like, oh, if we don't do anything, if we let this slide, then we might make China mad, and that means we're gonna lose some of our audience, our audience there, and they're also mm-hmm. making uh, Diablo Immortal, which. He's made by a Chinese company, and yep. um, as far as I know, pretty much all Chinese companies have to have some connection to the Chinese government, um, so there's that whole situation. So, mm-hmm. again, I don't agree with what they did, but I can see why they did it, um, and I'm curious to see how China feels about them doing the whole backtracking thing. It's all kind of, yeah, like, it, it's a really messy situation. <laughs> there was a tweet that came out from China's Hearthstone or, like, Blizzard account that was like, uh, we we want to protect the the image of China or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some like PR tweet about that from them, and I was yeah. like, okay, okay. I don't like Blizzard was having like a good couple years for a while, and they stopped making stuff. Yeah, and then now they've just been having like all kinds of all kinds of messy situations and controversies like as of late yeah like they like activision laid off a bunch of people yep and they had the whole thing where the with diablo yeah diablo immortal where people were like what like is this Mm -hmm. an april fool's joke Mm -hmm. yeah and then like uh they had this whole controversy and so there's just been (sighs) blizzard just not not doing good yeah they're not doing well at all and wait so do you still play hearthstone i do not i used to play a lot Mm -hmm. like every day i would log in do my dailies and just play every day but it's one of those games where i just couldn't keep up you know like they they were always releasing new cards and new expansions and if you don't like grind it out you're gonna fall behind and it's like i felt like i had to play every day and i didn't like that so i just stopped i cut myself off Mm mm-hmm and I was even spending money like on every expansion and I would oh. just buy card packs and I'm just like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. So I cut yeah. myself off and I just stopped playing. I thought about going back to it, um, but I don't know, like, especially with this controversy. It's like, I don't know if I want to support uh, Blizzard as a company right now. Mm-hmm. I And yeah, like I just haven't played a Blizzard game in a really long time. My friends and I used to be super into Overwatch, but they haven't really released anything super exciting. So we just stopped playing. Yeah. And then destiny Two switched from Activision or Bungie left Activision to do its own thing. Right. So I don't even have to open battle net anymore. Yep. Destiny two is on <laughs> steam. And that's really like, they picked some good timing to switch off of battle. Oh, net. they yeah. maybe saw that. They saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. nice. Um, so yeah, like I, I technically have battle net installed, but I, I haven't touched it in a really long time. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, you know, no, I. Uh, it's just it's a, it's a messy situation. Yeah, Listen, it's yeah. No, yeah, it, like like you know, I I obviously do not agree with the Chinese government and the way they do things. And it like I learned that a lot of games do this. They they kind of give in to like uh, the demands that are put upon them by the you know Chinese restrictions and censorship and things like that. And that sucks. Um, but again they are businesses and they're trying to get that you know that growing market in china so they they do these things um so i again i think it's inevitable that companies are going to be doing this but it's i don't think it's right and i don't agree with it but i think that it's inevitable yeah no i mean there are a lot of there are a lot of american game companies including like epic that have yeah, stake and then chinese have companies have a yeah, stake yeah and it's like it's invading everything it's like uh chinese companies like Hollywood, Hollywood, a lot of money is made in China from like big blockbuster movies, and uh, and Chinese companies are funding a lot of 
like American films, especially like action movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so like it's in it's in movies and TV shows and video games and like a lot of different markets. So I, I'm not an expert on this, but like it, you know, like if you follow any kind of entertainment news, you can you'll know that a lot of money is to be made from China. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of inevitable that companies are going to be kind of kowtowing to uh you know the demands of china yeah it it sucks and a lot of people don't want like politics and things like that in their entertainment but it's again it's inevitable with how how you know messy these things get especially since china has one of the biggest populations in the world of course you're gonna have different people with different views and opinions who are going to be in different faucets of life and they're going to have their own views and opinions and express them through those. Yeah. Through the media, through the video games, through the movies, through whatever. So you're going to get some disagreements. You're going to get some controversy. You're going to get some things you don't agree with. So it's, it's just going to happen. We have to be ready for that. Yeah. I mean, in a few years time, we might see a movie about the Hong Kong riots from both the police side and from the protester side. And so, they're not going to show it in China. <laughs> no, definitely not. That's going to be like an American movie or something. Someone, Yeah, someone will make I, I, either something directly about it or something that is very, very like metaphorical or like you can tell like, oh, this is about the Hong Kong protest. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure something will be made, whether it's a TV show, miniseries, some kind of movie, who knows. But I, I have no doubt. However this ends, and unfortunately it could end really badly, uh, some someone will somewhere will make some kind of artistic expression of this and we'll see how that how that plays out. Yeah, agreed. Um, by the way, did you watch the um, two episodes of South Park? I, I did not. Okay. But I plan to. I haven't caught up with South Park. Like it's been a while. Just watch those two episodes. Like yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Band in China and Shots, because like they kind of parody, like I told you before, like the the, the movie industry's influence from china yeah it's it's really funny like it's everything to you just describe to a t and you'll love it okay i'll check it out <laughs> yeah i don't want to spoil anything i want to tell you what what happens but i, I think you'll find it funnier if you just watch it and, yeah yeah I'll, de- I'll definitely yeah. check it out it, um, yeah, like i like south park yeah yeah i haven't seen it in years but i've only seen those two episodes recently yeah, and they, they make it. good stuff they make good yeah stuff. yeah uh so yeah um yeah and i'm you you agree with with me with elisa and i so that's that's good um yeah i mean like i you know, I feel like who who doesn't? Who, at least who in America <laughs> wouldn't agree? Yeah, you know, like I don't know. I've been on the Hong Kong subreddit and just like looking at the videos of things happening there, but also like yeah, different like, videos of protests abroad, where like in, like in in Australia, for example, there are like mainland Chinese people berating people that support free Hong Kong, and it's just like wow, like this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. The world's crazy, yeah. and like I don't want to get too deep into politics here, but it's just like. I don't see the Chinese government letting up on this because if they do, if they say, okay, never mind, Hong Kong, you do your own thing, what message does that send to uh, Taiwan or to Tibet or to any other place that they control? Like, from the perspective of the, of the Communist Party, if they let up, that sends the message that revolution is okay. And so it's kind of scary to think that there's no way that China will give in. So it's, I'm just putting that out there. Like it's yeah. a really scary situation. Yeah, no. And uh, I, I agree. And well, to clarify something too, like we're just talking about the government because I, I actually went to China last year mm-hmm. and I, I met some really nice people yeah. and not, I, I, I can vouch that not everyone is in support of the government, which uh, is a good thing. But obviously they can't openly express Yeah, no, that. like definitely China as a country and a people are really beautiful, but as the government, I definitely don't agree with them. And yeah, they don't have freedom of speech. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like like nothing against Chinese people or Chinese culture. Like we yeah, live in yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. Like, you know, Our whole it's, every, yeah, street. It's, it's everywhere. Like, yeah. like, you know, not the polls are like, oh, I have a Chinese friend, but like I literally do have Chinese friends. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with Chinese people or Chinese culture. But yeah. the, the government is just like, it's like a dystopian government. Like, yeah what you would imagine in some like 1984 like they got yeah they have like social scores yep and they have cctv cameras everywhere yep, yep. and they just censor so much stuff it's just living it's literally like living in a dystopian like I, i've never been there mm-hmm. but like as far as i know as far as i've been told it just seems like a dystopian future like society it's crazy yeah they track you too like as a as a uh as a tourist when i visited at the airport before customs 
yeah. I had to go to a machine and they're like, okay, make sure you get your thumbprints, your your palm prints, your all, all your fingerprints, your retinal prints, a picture of you. Okay, now go to the customs line. All right, here's another picture of you. Take this form. Make sure you check in with the local police station within 24 hours. And I was like, what? I didn't check in with the police station, by the way. <laughs> I did everything else, of course, to get into the country. This but is insane. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Insane. Even as a foreigner, they're still going to track you and make sure that you're doing okay. And they're like, okay, how long are you going to be here from? Okay, okay, great. Make sure you leave by that day. I'm like, okay. So, like, they, yeah, I mean, the government really is tracking you. And there are people that support, there are people within China that support the government. They're like, yes, this is the right thing to do. And this is the right way that it should be done. Yeah. And there are also people that don't support it. And then I'm just like, okay. It's like, it's the way that, I, it's kind of a weird analogy, but it's kind of the way that Adam Driver, de- like, describes Kylo Ren in the Star uh-huh. Wars movies. He says, like, Kylo Ren is evil and he's not wrong. He just believes what he's doing is right. And that's what the Chinese government is. You know, yeah. they, they don't feel like they're wrong. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that are pretty corrupt in there. Oh, no. But... But any politics, even U.S. politics, there are yeah. corrupt people. But, yeah. like, within the Chinese government, of course, I mean, the, Xi Jinping, the president, he just took away term limits last year. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, you know, I'll just president for a long time yeah. until I die, maybe, or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that... yeah. And, and, you know, some people will argue, well, it's just a cultural thing. Like, oh, you don't have to agree with it. But it's like technically hong kong is part of china but they've been living a different style of government a different way of life for a really long time and then suddenly when china wants to you know slowly put their government put their way of life onto them you can tell that people don't like that so it's Mm. like you can say okay well china that's just you know that's just their way of thinking their way of running the government that's just their culture that's just the way they see it so there's nothing wrong with that but then is forcing it on someone else okay and so I would say no. You know, I would say it's not right for them to, you know, forcibly push their ideals onto a part, even a part of their own country that doesn't want to do that. You know? Yeah. So. It's like when the Jehovah's Witness come to your door and you're like, no, we're not home. Except the Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses have guns in, oh, this, in this circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have guns and they're tracking you. And yeah. Like, uh, it's, I don't know. We know you're home. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's move away from this and let's talk about some other real gaming news. Yeah. Um, so, Fortnite Chapter 2 uh, yeah, was announced. About that. So, there was a whole black hole event that was live streamed on their Twitch Is and their this Twitter. Sunday, I think? Yeah. This past Sunday? Yep. Yeah. So, there was a whole event where, like, this meteor hit the, the map and it created a black hole. Everyone's character was just sucked in and people were like, what happened to my game? They were like little kids rampaging. They were so angry and throw their controllers at the screen. Because they couldn't log on and play Fortnite, um, so yeah, the event basically reset the game. Yeah, there's yeah. like a new map or something, and new vehicles, and there's like different. You can swim. There's different mechanics. Uh, yeah. They did it so that you know to increase player base. Yeah, to keep things fresh. Keep things fresh. In, introduce new people. Uh, provide more. You know, more eyes on it. PR. People are talking about it again. Not that it fell off, but like it's always been on top. But yeah, like, it'll never be old. Like like it'll never be the popularity won't just stay on an all-time high like obviously it's gonna dip here and there you know yeah no i've seen some people um some of my friends who were playing it religiously and then they just dropped off they're like okay i don't want to play this anymore i'm like okay that's cool uh so that was that's what happened i don't play fortnite i i I played it in the beginning when it first came out like at least the, the battle royale at least when it first came out yeah yeah i played it with our cousin kamal and uh, we won one game, and then we never played again. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. that's how you do it. That's like you go to a casino, you yeah. pull the slot machine, you win fifty bucks, and you're like, "All right, let's go," and you yeah. just leave. <laughs> so yeah, I just I haven't touched it since then. They've added a ton of new stuff, and a lot of people hate on it. You know, they say like, "Oh, Fortnite's cancer and all that." Mm-hmm. I I don't see. I I wouldn't say that. You know, it's you know, obviously it's a game that attracts some toxic players, but so does every game. You know. Absolutely. And I would say there's not. I have nothing against Fortnite other than the allegations that the company Epic overworks its employees and things like that. That's the only thing I have against it. But otherwise, it seems like a game that's well designed and they know what they're doing and they make lots of money. It's a free-to-play game. You can just buy cosmetics. So I, in, as a game, I don't see any problem with it. And it mm-hmm. seems like they're doing pretty well and they know what they're doing. So Yeah. No. Totally. So good. Good. Speaking of games that make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And are free to play. Riot released a new video celebrating oh, ten yeah. years of League of Legends, which is their only game that they they developed yes. by themselves. Uh, yep. I actually have a bit of history with League mm-hmm. of Legends. Mm-hmm. I played it quite a bit. I played as Ari, the nine-tailed fox. Mm-hmm. 
Um, also, other characters whose names escape me. Uh, played it for quite a while back in 2014. Liked it with friends. It just fell off because the community was just really toxic. Mm, yeah, I um, heard. I mean, yeah, speaking of toxic communities, like um, League of Legends is known for being one of the most toxic communities in the world. Yeah, for I gaming. see all the memes about it. Yep, so I definitely dropped off of there. There were just so many salty players on the game. Yeah. And so I just I was like, all right, I don't need this in my life. So I dropped it. Um, well, Riot, instead of being a one-game company, they've branched out, and now they, in their announcement video... They dropped so many new things, so we're going to talk about some highlights. Mm -hmm. One of the things they talked about is an animated series based on the League uh, of Legends characters that they're yeah. going to be doing. Pretty interesting, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I think Blizzard announced like an Overwatch series or something yeah. where they were going in that direction at some point. Uh, in any case, Riot's challenging Blizzard now. They're trying to be the new Blizzard in a way. Well, I mean, again, Blizzard's kind of in a low point, so... So now's the time to take the crown. Yeah, <laughs> now's the time. So within the Runeterra universe, the, mm -hmm. the world of League of Legends is called Runeterra. I didn't make the name. That's just, okay. uh, yeah. That sounds like typical fantasy. Yeah, thing. yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so there's the first game they have is called Legends of Runeterra, the League of Legends card game. This long is long name, but okay. Exactly. Uh, this is a direct competitor to Hearthstone, of course. Uh, One yeah. of the biggest selling points of this game is that they will not sell randomized card packs. Mm. pretty interesting hmm. yeah yeah so you can get your ad addictive card fix by playing this but there and has to be something that they're you know it has to make money somehow so maybe they're selling cosmetics or something i don't know we don't know we'll see yeah. when it comes out <laughs> so that should be fun and interesting um yeah i don't know what kind of microtransactions they'll put in that game because league of legends makes their money off of cosmetics yeah. and that's literally the only way they make money yeah we'll see what because like there really haven't been that many card games that could stand up against Hearthstone. Maybe Magic, mm. um, but otherwise, uh, there's like a Yu-Gi-Oh one, a digital card game they made. Pokemon. But, yeah, uh, I think. And then, uh, oh, Artifact. Oh yeah. Yeah, Valve tried to do that Dota two card game that people <laughs> didn't really like. I love that trailer, or I love that when they reveal and they showed the live audience, they're like, Aww. oh yeah, <laughs> new game. What? <gasps> Artifact. The, the Dota 2 card game. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's disappointed. Yeah, it's like, I feel like, you know, like, I play multiple shooters, right? And some people play multiple fighting games or multiple platformers or whatever mm -hmm. that. I, 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 I'm just speaking personally, but I feel like playing multiple card games is weird. So people kind of just pick one and they just play one card game because... It, it, collecting cards and learning strategies and things like that, it requires a lot of dedication. Mm -hmm. So I feel like their own the only way they would succeed is either getting people who weren't really into card games into it or people who are kind of done with hearthstone and yeah, want to do something yeah, else yeah yeah so that's really it's it's like a an audience that they have to really fight for as opposed to like shooters where there's so much variety that people kind of play everything or some people can play everything yeah i mean i'd argue that both of them kind of have instant gratifications with like opening new card packs but also getting kills yeah and the the idea of a loot box came from card packs like yeah even before video games existed yep. like baseball cards were basically loot pokemon boxes. yeah pokemon cards <laughs> real life boxes. real life loot boxes that, that's where the concept <laughs> came from yeah so you know that's gonna be a mechanic it, yep. it has to be in a card game uh, or as like one European senator called it, surprise mechanics, <laughs> which are, uh, okay, that's arguable, but no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, but no. <laughs> Technically, yes, but no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a card game coming out based on League of Legends. Not, I'm not surprised. I'm not going to play it. I'm not into the card um, games. Yeah, I dropped off of You're that. done with those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next project they announced was Project L. There's no official name. Okay. It's a working title. And it's a League of Legends fighting game. It's a 2D fighter mm. akin to Street Fighter or um, games of that nature, like yeah. Guilty Gear. Uh, and so that's um, it. You know, you can use a fighting stick. Yeah, uh, they'd have to do something new with it because the market's kind of oversaturated. There's so many fighting games now. I mean, anything with any branding on it, people will buy. You know, like... Yeah. Like, I, again, it's like they either have to get people who weren't really into fighting games but like League of Legends characters to yeah. be into it. Yeah. Or they kind of have to draw in that audience to be like, hey, play our fighting game too, even though you play, like, all the other ones. You know? mm -hmm. And this is, of course, set in the Runeterra universe because it yeah. uses League of Legends characters. Uh, the next game they announced in the Runeterra universe is Unnamed. It's. Mm -hmm. It was shown briefly in the trailer, 
and it's an isometric isometric dungeon crawler. So like, you can play with your friends. So, okay. Uh, it's it's Diablo. It's Diablo. Yeah, it's yeah, their yeah, version. Yeah. So you can tell these games are basically inspired by others. They're just taking other concepts and putting League of Legends exactly branding on That's, it. That's yeah, yeah, yep. And honestly, I, it will sell. I think yeah. I personally think it will sell because people love League of Legends and they'll buy it. Yeah, and it's that's the only selling point. I I think for me, I would only check it out if they do something new and interesting with it. It's like, oh, hey, it is like Diablo. It is like Path of Exile or any of those other uh, sort of asymmetric loot, looter games. But we also have this cool new mechanic. Like, I got into Apex Legends because it was like, oh, Apex Legends is a battle royale. Like those other battle royales you've seen, like PUBG and like Fortnite. But we're doing all this new stuff that's that's better and this quality of life. And, and I got super into Apex Legends because I was like, I like this better than Fortnite. I like this better than PUBG. Like, I, there's just so much cool stuff in this. Mm-hmm. So if they do that... Then, I'll, then I might check it out. I might be like, oh, this sounds really interesting. But if mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this is the exact same thing as all those other games, but it's League of Legends, then no. Because I don't really care about the Le- League of Legends lore. You know, like, I'm, I'm not interested in that. But if mm. they do something new, something cool and interesting with the mechanics, I might check it out. Do you still play Apex? Uh, no. Okay. Um, but I might if, <laughs> like, my friends have expressed an openness to going back to it. They, <laughs> you guys are just jump around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, because, again, if we burn out on Destiny, yeah. we're going to want something new to play. And yeah, yeah, yeah. my friends are all kind of waiting for Borderlands to go to Steam, which mm. is, like, not until March or something like that. So we're probably not going to play that anytime soon. But, yeah, once we burn out on Destiny 2 and we're just waiting for the next expansion, we'll probably go back to Apex. Okay, sweet. Yeah, no, I, I think you should do that. Just try it out, you know. Yeah, if it doesn't keep crashing, like <laughs> I, I played through Apex and there were so many, it crashed so many times. But I, I liked it so much. Me and my friends liked it so much that we played through, even though it kept crashing. Constantly. On all of you or just you? Uh, everybody, everybody oh, experiences crash. I don't want to play that. <laughs> yeah, so if they fix that, then that game will be amazing. Mm, but yeah, like, here. yeah, Apex. It's if you haven't touched it, um, I would just say it's, it's basically similar to other battle royales. Except there's a lot, it's a lot easier to get into. It's a lot easier to understand. You don't have to worry about like uh, the crazy building mechanics of mm-hmm. Fortnite mm-hmm. or the vehicles. Like realism. Yeah, vehicles are the realism of mm. PUBG. Right. It's like, it's, it's like Overwatch or Team Fortress 2 where you have like different characters have different abilities. So that's really fun and uh, cool to get into. And it's got that cool like cartoony or uh, cell shaded like. Uh, aesthetic so that's cool but yeah i would definitely check it out if you're curious about getting into uh battle royales okay yeah no i i have never touched it actually when it first was announced uh i know it's set in the titanfall universe and i love the titanfall games and we've Mm, talked about titanfall 2 before yeah um do they have the wall running mechanic they do right uh no they don't oh really so they have sliding um they have vaulting you can like climb onto the ledges and stuff okay but there's no wall running, as far as I know, just because that I feel like they kind of have to limit your mobility to a certain extent. Um, but there are characters who are a lot more mobile than others. Like there's one character called Pathfinder, and he has a grappling hook, oh. and so he can just like swing himself from place to place. And then he also his ultimate ability is he shoots like a zip line, and his whole team can zip line across the map. So he's pretty cool. So like nice. like mobile characters like that. And there's another guy named uh, crap. What's his name? I don't remember his name, but he has like this ability where he injects himself with adrenaline. What? And he like <laughs> runs super fast. Uh, it damages him a little bit when he does it. it oh damages- yeah, so it's like a health. It's like a health trade off. But he runs really, really, really fast, and it's 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 really fun. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, uh, cool. definitely check it out. It's really cool. And like when you have the right, if you play with two other people, because you, you know you play on teams of three, mm-hmm. like you can get some really cool combos going off, and it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I'll I'll. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, isometric dungeon crawler and set in the Rune Terra universe. It's of course multiplayer, and that's also going to be coming out at an unspecified time, just like the Project L, the fighting game. Yeah. And the final game that they announced is not set in the Rune Terra universe. Okay, something new. It's called Project A, mm-hmm. and it's a tactical first-person shooter, mm-hmm. realistic guns. You know, kind of like CS:GO. You got like, your AKs, your spazzes, yeah. uh, your scars, and uh, it's set in a near future Earth. Um, is this like a multiplayer shooter i assume there's powers so it's csgo meets overwatch yeah so this is the they're, again they're, inspired it's by blizzard it, yeah that's yeah that's what everyone's doing saying a shooter they're doing asymmetrical uh dungeon caller i guess the fighting game is the only one that's different right 
because and then they have a MOBA. Although obviously, uh, Blizzard didn't create a MOBA until after League mm. of Legends, mm-hmm. but still. So the only thing they're missing is like an RTS, but I don't think RTS is as popular anymore. Or or a MMO, but it's it would be kind of hard to knock down World of Warcraft. No, you know? I think everyone's tried that and failed, so they're just like, nah. Yeah, and again, I think MMOs are kind of out of favor. Like, I don't really know. I mean, maybe at least in the U.S. I think abroad, there's some MMOs that are huge, mm. like especially in the Asian market. Final Fantasy fourteen. But yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy is still... <laughs> uh, I would say the big ones that I know of are... World of Warcraft, which has been going strong since the early 2000s, uh, Final Fantasy 14, which has, uh, from what I, like my friends still play it, uh, it's had some great expansions from what I've heard, and that's going pretty strong. Black Desert Online, I heard, is really popular. But other than those three, I don't know of any like huge, at least in the West, I don't know of any huge MMOs that have a lot of traction. Did you know that I used to be addicted to an MMO? Yeah, was what was that? Mabinogi or whatever? <laughs> what? Was that did you play that? I don't know. What do you wait, what? What's it called? Mabinogi or whatever. It's I have called? no idea what you're never talking mind, about. Never no. mind. It never was mind. called Grand Fantasia. Okay. And it was it was a MMO that I played with with my ex girlfriend at the time. Okay. And we she leveled me up to level fifty and I was I was a warlock. Yeah. And I got a balloon that I that was my mount and I flew around in that and it was such a cutesy game, you know? Yeah. And uh, she always bought me items in the game, like with mm-hmm. real money. I'm like, I don't need this and she just kept giving it to me. We level I leveled up to fifty and I'm like, I don't need to I'm I'm done. I don't need to play this game anymore. Oh gosh. And then when we split, when we broke up, like I just stopped playing altogether. I yeah. think I, I still have my account and I could probably I, log in but I used to play RuneScape a lot. Oh yeah, no, I mean Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember and middle school. RuneScape still exists. And I went back to it yes. a while ago. And your login still works. Yeah, my login still works. Oh, my God. And they changed. I mean, the graphics are still kind of crap. I mean, sure. they're slightly better. But, I mean, the graphics, like, you know, it takes a lot to, like, update an entire engine and change everything. Oh, I mean, when you play in RuneScape for a long time, they don't look like crap to you. They just look like RuneScape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, they changed a lot. Like, there's a... When you... Before it was like you spawn on two, a, a place called literally called Tutorial Island. Yep. And they just teach you how to play, and then you spawn in Lumbridge, and you just kind of go off on your journey, and that's it. Like you just do whatever you, whatever the fuck you want. And then now there's like an opening cinematic, and there's this whole storyline where there's this war with the trolls, and there's like these, the hell? there's like these deities that are going to war with each other, and you, the you, the whole tutorial is about like you at this camp on the border of like the wilderness and they're just fighting these, this troll army and i'm like what the heck is going on what is this what and oh and there's this voiceover there's actual like dialogue there's this voice acting in it too what? And, and i was just like what is this game Whoa. this is a completely different game that's crazy but yeah and they changed the combat some people don't like it but some people think it's cool it's it's more like other mmos where like there's special abilities before it was just like you click on a spider and you just hit it over and over again right 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 now there's like these abilities that you use to like grab things or like um like power attacks and things like oh that's pretty cool too okay so, uh, if you haven't played i'm not gonna go back to I, I, no. I don't have the time for mmos so i'm just not gonna go back to them yeah. but like if you haven't played runescape in a while like you used to play it definitely check it out it seems like they've done a lot with it mm. um but yeah i still have a friend who still plays it and he recently or uh, not too long ago hit 99 on all of his skills <sighs> And we oh, had a party yeah. for him. Okay. <laughs> when did that happen? Okay. <laughs> it also happened to coincide with his birthday, but we we called it we called it his ninety nine party because he hit ninety nine in, <laughs> hey, in all of his skills. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's yeah, fun. I still have at least two friends who still play RuneScape occasionally, and I have a bunch of friends who play Final Fantasy. Okay. And I have a friend who was recently played uh, World of Warcraft Classic. All like for a month, and then he quit because he had to cut himself off. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like. I I don't think I have time for MMOs, but yeah. that new Lord of the Rings MMO that Amazon is making is kind of interesting. So I no, might check that it. out for a little don't bit. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't know. I might. I might. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. That's that's crazy. Um. But anyways, right games. Yeah. Ran, ran, well, one quick anecdote. Remember that one time that we were playing together on RuneScape and we stole that that kid that shield that you get from a quest for free and we just oh kept yeah, and then There's, you just kept yeah. selling it to There's him. Like the shield era or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some shit like that. It's, it's like a piece of a shield, and you get it from a gang. Yep. And then there's another. You 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 choose to one of two sides, two like gangs or two factions. Yep. And each one gives you a different part of the shield. And it forces you to have to interact with another player to get both parts of the shield. And then you, you turn in the quest. Um, so what I was doing was I was selling, I was basically trading the pieces of the shield for money. <laughs> like, like originally it's like, oh, here, you get a piece and you get a piece that we trade it. And then there you go. You get the, you complete the quest. But I was just take, 
taking the pieces of the shield and we kept and kept selling them and kept selling them and making money off that way yep. off of this quest. Yep. It was pretty funny. That I remember that I was watching you. <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh, and then there was the dragon fire shield that was part of another quest. Yeah, which is like this really sick looking shield, but it was again part of a quest. So like you could get it for free. And then I just, but, but people, you kept doing the quest and you kept yeah. getting it yeah, and yeah. you just but sold it for yeah, 50 people, gold. Yeah. People didn't know that. So I just kept selling it. <laughs> well, to be fair, we were still in the, the noob town. And so all the noobs were like, oh, hell yeah, I'll yeah, spend like, 50 oh, gold. Yeah, the, the dragon fire. <laughs> wow. The dragon fire shield. <laughs> I, remember, I remember you were typing that and you're like, this is the best shield in the game. He's yeah, like, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, no. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> that game brings back memories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I remember we we had one computer upstairs in our old house and one downstairs and yeah. we had them connected to the internet and we're like, we're playing together. You remember that? Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're all grown up and we have our own computers play <laughs> and we're playing game. Bigfoot. Yeah, there's so many games you can play together. <laughs> oh, um, there's a, there's a multiplayer mod for Skyrim that I've been following. What? And yeah, I, I, I tried it recently with my friend. It's buggy as shit, of oh. course, <laughs> but it's still really cool to play Skyrim multiplayer. Wow. Like, like you can just like run around. Like what me and my friend did was like, we joined the thieves guild together. We did the quest line together and then we just started running around causing havoc everywhere. And in, in like, uh, in what's it called? Uh, uh, I don't remember the names. Of no, the I've never White played. Run. White, uh, White Run. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, you can play on servers with a bunch of other people. The <laughs> downside is you can't kill other players, obviously. Right. Um, they, there's there's no friendly fire against players, but you can use par- paralysis spells on them. Oh. So you have a bunch of people running around just, like, paralyzing each other. And so what happens is you'll be fighting a giant and some douchebag will come up behind you paralyze you and then you get killed by the giant so, oh that's lame yeah, so i don't know if i would recommend playing on the servers with a bunch of people but like if you can find a way to set it up to play with just your friends yeah it, it's kind of cool it's kind of cool playing uh skyrim together cool. it's literally yeah. called skyrim together and that's you can see oh wow <laughs> yeah you can see each other's models and all that it's yeah, fine yeah. oh wow. and again it gets kind of buggy where like mm. sometimes i will see a bandit that's attacking me but my friend doesn't see that bandit so i'm just swinging at nothing huh. and he can't help me um, but certain things, yeah, you can actually, like, um, do certain quests together and, like, fight enemies together, and it's it's really cool. So I'm surprised this isn't shut down because of Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, you know? uh, I th- believe what happened was they they wanted to release it on Steam. Because like, you, know you know how Steam has mods? Yeah, that, like, at the workshop. Yeah, it has, like, workshop mods you can download, and uh, it's hosted on Steam. They wanted to do that and use Steam, integrate it with Steam so you could join through Steam. Like, you join your friends through Steam. Mm-hmm. And then Bethesda was like, no, you can't do that, but we'll let you, because we don't want to make modders upset, we'll let you keep making this mod. Right, they don't want to dig back into that whole fiasco from a few years ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that's, that makes sense. I mean, I'm glad that they're allowing it because, you know, freedom of expression. Yeah, and, and again, it's not it's it's a fan-made mod or a community-made mod, so it's never going to be as good as Elder Scrolls Online. Um, but obviously, Elder Scrolls Online is limited in what you can do mm-hmm. because it is an MMO, whereas this is more of like a... Skyrim with friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's literally yeah, just it, Skyrim with friends. Yeah, it's just Skyrim with friends. Like, you can literally right. do everything you can do in Skyrim except there's other people playing uh with you and it's kind of cool like i was reading about how they did it it's basically you're technically playing in different worlds it's like you're you're in your own games obviously because it's not designed to be the game was not originally designed to be multiplayer Mm -hmm. so you're playing your own games it's just in your game you see an npc who mimics your friend's movements in their oh. game. So it's like you're literally just playing with an NPC, but that NPC is mimicking the movements of your friend. And okay. so it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a hacked version of multiplayer, but it's really right. cool. Yeah, it's really interesting. Okay, interesting. I want to check that out. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, that's it. And Anything else you want to add before we close out? Um, I gotta go do a raid with my friends on Destiny. Okay. <laughs> that, hey, that's more than enough reason to go. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast, Jordan. Uh, if you want to send us a question, comment, you can go to our website, www.downtime.live. You can click on the contact form, send us uh, a question or comment that way. Um, you can send us an email the old-fashioned way at contact at downtime.live. Um, send us a comment, question, concern, feedback, anything like that. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Leave us, and we'll read on the podcast, and you can leave us... Uh, a good review. I think we have a lot of good reviews right now. That's Only good, good reviews. Um, join our Discord. If you go to our website, click on the section that says join our community. Click on the word community. And you can join our Discord where we talk about anything from anime to video games 
to Tara's house, anything and everything. Um, you can find our podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, Podbean. Leave us comments there and we'll read them on the podcast. Uh, any other things you want to add before? Did you just want to go do your raid? Uh, no, nothing to plug right now. But okay. Yeah. Cool. We're going to go play some Destiny. There you go. Hey, we got we got to go. Anyways, everyone, thanks for listening to the 122nd episode of Dantai Podcast. Have a good night. Good night.